Our two readings today have some very obvious connections between them. The first reading is depicted in frescoes in the Paulus Parish of Santa Susanna in the city of Rome. It's also, this reading is by far the longest reading in the daily lectionary. And uh, just hang on, listen to the whole thing, but we'll be here a while. The gospel passage is an absolute favorite passage of mine. Jesus and the woman caught in adultery. Both stories are about evil men plotting to have women murdered and God intervening. One woman is innocent, one is guilty. But the greatest connection, I think, is indicated by the choice of the psalm about trust in the Lord. Let us take a moment to recall when we have failed to trust God. Stories of two women accused of adultery, both subject to death because of men claiming to uphold the law who actually wanted vengeance. Susanna cries to God in prayer about her helplessness. Surely the woman in the gospel felt similarly helpless. Life is not fair. If we expect it to be we will be sorely disappointed. When we feel helpless, what can we do? We need to ask friends and family or outside experts for help if we can, but we must trust in God. For too many of us, including me, trusting in God is the last resort, not the first option, which is the way it's supposed to be. When we need help, the first thing we should do is to trust in God. When people come to confession to me saying that their major sin is that they don't trust God, I often give them as a penance Psalm 23. I'm telling you everything I do in the confessional. I'm not going to have anything left. And what I tell people is this short little psalm, six verses, has two images. The first four verses... You know it, the Lord is my shepherd, and we are the sheep. And all these people say, oh, isn't it beautiful? He leads me by the still water. The still water is poison. In the Middle East, anywhere, where the water doesn't flow, it's not safe to drink. You don't know what's in it. The Lord leads us by the still water to the gently flowing water. You're a sheep. You have to get in on all four to get at it, right? So he's not going to lead us to the torrent that sweeps us away. And so I invite people to sit with an image of walking in a pasture, a field with Jesus, maybe laying your head in his lap and talking with him. The last two verses, completely different image. Think Lawrence of Arabia. Okay, I know a lot of you are under 25. You haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia. Well, just imagine a desert, a vast desert, okay? Nothing to be seen but sand. And you're famished, and you're lost, and you don't know what to do. And then in the far, far distance, you see something. You can't even make it out, but you decide that you will walk towards it. And the hours go by, and 
you're running out of energy, you're crawling, and with your very last bit of energy, you reach this thing. It is a large tent. And you pull back the flap, and there is a Bedouin prince having a banquet with all these Bedouin princes and princesses. He sees you, he dismisses them all, and he carries you in, washes your feet, anoints your head, feeds you by hand. It's embarrassing. And that's how much God loves you. One other thing to note about these readings. Susanna is innocent. The woman in the gospel is guilty. Yet both are treated by God through the intercessions of David and Jesus with the same compassion and mercy. How often do we treat the guilty with less compassion and mercy than the innocent? May we become more godlike in these last days of Lent.